The following podcast is a production of Commercial Connections Magazine, the official publication of the CCM Institute. For more on the latest trends, best practices, and continuing education in all areas of the industry, visit our website at CCM.com and sign up for our education e-newsletter. Support for Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast comes from Remax Commercial. The Remax Commercial Global Network can help you adapt to changing markets, evolve with new technology, and maximize your investments across all property types. Go commercial with confidence. For more information, visit RemaxCommercial.com. In this episode, I spoke with Heather Krieger, CCIM, who joined the Lee & Associates of Eastern and Western Pennsylvania in 2023 as the Regional Research Director. Heather earned her real estate license in 2004, starting out in residential sales with a small brokerage firm in New York, Pennsylvania. In 2005, she switched her focus to commercial real estate and is serving in capacities such as research, marketing, and sales and leasing. Prior to joining the Lee Associates team, Heather worked in commercial real estate for more than 20 years. Her vast background gives her a unique perspective when helping clients make the best decisions for their commercial real estate. Heather earned her CCM designation in 2020 and is currently chapter president of the Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware CCM chapter. Heather, welcome and thank you for joining with me today. Thank you, Gina. Thanks for having me on your podcast. Can you tell us more about your involvement in the commercial real estate space? Certainly. Got my real estate license in 2004 when I was 19 and have been doing this basically ever since. I started out in residential sales and realized pretty quickly that that was not my cup of tea. And so thankfully, the company that I worked for at the time had both a residential department and a commercial department. And the president of the company came to me and asked if I would be his executive assistant and he would teach me everything that I needed to know about commercial real estate. And so that was pretty much my first introduction into the industry. And it took me about a week to determine that this was exactly where I needed to be. Commercial real estate is 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 amazing and, you know, it's very strategic and very data driven, which is exactly how my brain operates. Um, and so uh, being introduced into this world at that time was a complete life changer for me. So at that time, you were learning about commercial real estate, right? And um, you happened to uh, to stumble upon learning about the CSAM designation. How exactly did you learn about it? Was there anyone that, that kind of helped you along the way? Yeah. So actually, it was pretty early in my career that I learned about CCIM and, and what the, the Institute was. Um, in Around 2007, I started working for another company in the York, Pennsylvania area, and I, I came in as their director of research. And my prime goal at that time was to build their research department basically from the ground up. And so one of the ways that I was introduced to the Institute was uh, my boss at the time actually brought me a copy of the CI-102 um, manual and put it on my desk and said, here, if you're interested in learning more about some different ways of analyzing the market, this is a really great reference manual. And so admittedly, I will say that I I believe that I read the CI-102 manual at least twice, cover to cover. 
um, and then re-referenced it many times over the course of my career. And I will say that while I was going through the education process of getting my CCIM, the CI 102 course was my absolute favorite. Um, I actually ended up passing that course with a 96%, which I'm very proud of. But then the second the second way was um, somewhere around 2008 or 2009, I believe it was, um, the Institute was actually offering a grant program to brokerage offices for the Esri ArcGIS software. And so to get the grants, you had to complete a one-year-long research project and then produce the results to the Institute. And then from that point forward, then we got a special discount on the ArcGIS platform. So at that time, as a researcher, having the ability to show data in meaningful ways to help people make decisions was really important. And I didn't really know a whole lot about GIS and what that meant and actually the whole power of what the Esri software actually has. But when I got introduced to it because of the Institute, I realized then I could tell a story in a whole different capacity by being able to show data spatially. And it was that was another game changer for me. And so, you know, we did this project and I did a lot of projects along the way and some that were very, very interesting, some that we were able to really give people some very powerful stories to help them make decisions about their business, where to locate their business, where they were going to make the most money. In one instance, we had a project where, you know, we were advising someone that they needed to basically close two locations and merge into one centralized location because they were cannibalizing their business. There was just a lot of really cool projects that I got to be involved in because of that platform. And so as you can imagine, as a member, the site to do business platform for me is just phenomenal. I absolutely love Business Analyst and ArcGIS and a lot of the other tools that are on the site to do business platform. So Heather, you've, you just you just uh, let everyone know that you started real estate itself when you were 19, right? So you've seen a lot of change over the past 20 years when it comes to not only the economy, but also the the research and the the types of measurement tools. Can you talk about your experience in, uh, in, in learning these new platforms and you know how you utilize them today in your career? There's definitely been a lot of change over the years particularly when it comes to the tools that are available and the ease of access and using those tools. And, you know, learning about the GIS platform and, you know, the language basically that you need to be able to operate, at least back in the day when you used to have to operate those, it was similar to the language of a database. And so, and essentially that's, that's what it was. It was a database that was spatial. And, you know, it's been, it was interesting at that time because... I didn't have formal education in the GIS space, but ended up meeting a lot of people and making a lot of connections within that space that helped me to really grow my knowledge base so that I could apply it in ways that I now use it today. At actually one point, it was it was really interesting because there, there was a huge conversation back, I don't know, probably 2010, 2011, about how using GIS in the retail space and helping retailers with site selection was a big deal. And there were retailers, national retailers, who were utilizing this information already to build out their site selection platforms. But there were, there were still some that didn't use these types of metrics and, and to 
for their locations. And so I worked with a couple of banks to help banks understand what their footprints look like. I worked with a couple of regional retailers to help them understand what their customer base looked like and taking their customer numbers and predicting what the the next best locations would be for, for them to grow their footprint. And just having that that knowledge and understanding of how they did business, how they looked for sites, you know, what they needed from a demographic standpoint. It was all it was also interesting and helpful. And even today, a lot of those rules still apply. Their models might be slightly different, but the, a lot of the rules still apply. So being able to take that information, take the information that's really important to a business, such as where their employees are located or where their customers are located or where their members are located, being able to put that on a map and show them where their footprint is in, you know, in reference to their current location or locations is just, it's really helpful. Definitely a a expansion of knowledge and technology throughout the years. I do have a question about that CI-102 manual. I'm just wondering uh, if you still have it or if you've passed it on to someone else. I do actually still have it. I have my CI or CI-102 manual that, that I got when I went, took the class, but I actually still have the original one that my, my former boss gave to me. So let's switch gears a little bit, Heather. I I'd mentioned that you are the new president of the Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, CCM chapter. So can you tell us about, uh, about your chapter um, and, uh, and your involvement? Sure. So um, I got involved with the chapter um, after um, after I was, got my designation in 2020, which was also very interesting um, just because of COVID times and how um, we had to go about doing the testing and things. It was, it was just an interesting time to get designated. Um, but the I, I got involved because uh, one of my colleagues within the market reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to be involved on the board level. Um, and I was pretty excited about getting involved because I had ser- previously served in leadership positions with um, the local realtors associations and states association and different things. So he made a mention to me about joining the board in 2022. So in 2021, he called me again and said, hey, are you still interested in participating next year? And I said, absolutely. I'm excited. He's like, so how far in do you want to you go? And I was like, well, it depends on what you're asking me. And so basically what he had said was, you know, we really need somebody strong to come in as one of the officers. But knowing that in 2024 you're going to be president then. So I gave it some thought and of course, you know, it wasn't it was a long decision making process for me because I I enjoy these roles and I have an emotional connection to the CCIM Institute after everything that I've been through in my career with it. So of course I agreed and I was really excited about it and that seemed forever ago but now here we are and you know last Friday we had our installation so now I'm president of the the PA New Jersey Delaware chapter but our chapter covers pretty large territory if you think about the how large PA, New Jersey, and Delaware are. And so within our chapter, we have multiple different regions. We have Pittsburgh, we have Central PA, we have Philadelphia, Lehigh Valley, New Jersey, and Delaware. And so, you know, in 2023, we had such a great year this year um, under the leadership of, of Lisa Edmonds and our board 
We had a 36% increase in membership this year. So now we're at 180 members strong, which is actually one of the highest amounts that we've ever had in the history of our chapter. Um, We placed first place in the President's Cup this year, which was really exciting. Um, We've had uh, lots of different events this year that we tried to really focus on educational opportunities and networking within each of our different regions. And so Throughout the year, we held 30 different events where we had 1,100 participants, uh, which was really great for us. Uh, We have focused effort on our corporate sponsorships program, um, as well as working with allied organizations like SIOR, Crew, IRAM, and some of the local realtor organizations. And we also put forth initiatives for DEI, for mentorship, and also creating a YPN. So we have been very busy but we have a lot of really cool and exciting things going on. That sounds amazing. What do you think led to that that uh, that growth? We have a great board that is a mix of professionals who have been involved for a long period of time, all the way to, to members who have just joined us recently. And I believe that this mix of individuals that we have works really, really well together and creates a level of excitement that everybody is starting to catch on to and wants to be a part of it. And I really believe that it has a lot to do with our growth. Excellent. You know, you had mentioned uh, that there was some some emotion with uh, the designation and uh, intense feelings, right, about about getting your designation. Can you talk about that and and what that means uh, to you going forward as the president? So I think my, my emotional tie to the CCIM designation in the Institute really has to do with, you know, I was very young when I started in this business and, you know, my, my trajectory, my career has gone in so many different ways and the education component and the opportunities that have come since I've gotten my CCIM have been a game changer for me. And that has been very important to me. And so my emotional attachment comes to part just just that. It's, you know, all of the opportunities, the education, everything that I've had to or I've gotten to experience because of the designation is the reason why I'm here and why I love being a part of it, why I want to be a part of it, why I want to be part of the leadership team here. So with that said, Heather, those are some really great ideals and values that you bring to uh, your presidency. What are some thoughts, hopes, and ideas that you want to see in 2024 for your chapter? I think the biggest things for me are really keeping with our mission and vision, which is to bring the best educational opportunities and the best networking opportunities to our members and stakeholders. And so being able to keep with that mission, as well as providing opportunities to our members so that they can continuously connect and build their businesses is what's really important at the end of the day. The other thing is, is that, you know, we've really focused on partnering with our sponsors and again, our allied organizations. And that's really important, too, because the ability to be able to put people in a room together that belong in a room together so that they can connect and do business and have whatever opportunities come from that. That's the stuff that's really important for me. And so I hope to continue that in 2024. I hope to continue to build on the momentum that we've had in 2023 into 2024 and 
you know, I, me, I, t- I tend to have a lot of energy and I tend to feed on other people's energy. So, you know, being able to bring that level of energy to the, to the group um, so that we can just continuously keep drawing people in, that's, that's my hope for the organization. Let me ask you a, a personal question. What is your favorite part about being a volunteer, especially being in leadership? My favorite part about all of it is collaborations and relationships. And so, you know, I got involved in volunteer leadership pretty early in my career. Um, I had somebody come and ask me to join a committee for the local Realtors Association for, it was it was called the Economic Climate Task Force. And basically what we did was we took the, the residential sales numbers and put it into a format that was easily understood and could be used by the members and the community stakeholders as tools for their daily life. And so I was pretty honored to be asked to be part of the committee. And so that was sort of my first step into it. And from there, I pretty much progressed up the line. I, you know, I, I was involved in a number of committees. I was asked to join the board. I joined the board where I became an officer and then came up the line as president. So I was president of the, it's the Real Association of York and Adams County um, in 2019 and 2020. And then from there, I was involved in the Pennsylvania Association of Realtors. I served on a committee with the National Association of Realtors for their commercial real estate research. A bunch of other things along the line. I was president of the uh, Commercial and Industrial Council in Lancaster County in Central PA. Um, and then have been involved for the past, this will be our third year, um, on a committee that, that or a task force that is um, creating, it's creating an event called the Commercial Industrial investment conference for central Pennsylvania. So basically it's drawing together all different types of commercial real estate professionals into a room and educating them on things that are happening in the central Pennsylvania market. So it's, it's been really cool. So I, people probably would describe me as a joiner. You know, if somebody comes to me and asks me to, to join, I generally do. Um, but mostly the, the reason is, is because I love the collaboration and relationships that come from these types of positions. I have the ability to learn from, talk to, collaborate with some of the most interesting individuals in our industry. And if you are willing to listen, you can learn so much just by being in the same room with these with, with these folks. And the opportunities and the experiences that I have gotten because of that have been phenomenal. And I cannot be more thankful than I am. And, you know, it's it's one of my biggest beliefs that, you know, when, when you're a professional in this industry and you're in these leadership roles, you know, your job really is to be a connector. We're a connector of people and people. We're a connector of people and spaces. We're a connector of people and information. And when we have these relationships and experiences that we gain from doing these types of these types of leadership positions, we have the ability to be able to continuously keep connecting people and, you know, helping people make really, really good business decisions. All right. So we talked about you as uh, the chapter president and you have this vast background of volunteering. But as we look ahead, what is what is the future for Heather Krieger? Right now, my biggest focus, besides the presidency of the PA New Jersey Delaware chapter, 
I just recently started my role with Leon Associates of Eastern and Western Pennsylvania as their regional research director. For the past seven years, I've been in brokerage and recently made this decision to switch back over into the world of research, which I am elated for. Uh, research has always been one of the biggest loves of my life. And so to be able to be back here is really exciting for me. And the Leon Associates team has really, really great research in place. And I am really looking forward to building on what they already have and getting out into the market and really digging in and uh, being able to take their information to the next level. So Heather, as we close out, I always ask this of, uh, of my guests and um, I'm gonna ask you, there's one thing that you wanna leave the listeners with, what would that be? So in terms of volunteer leadership, I think my biggest piece of advice for anyone even if you have the slightest interest of joining, but you're not sure or you don't know what to do, just jump in and do it. You know, it's it's not something that you have to go all in if you don't want to. I mean, you certainly can. There's certainly many opportunities out there for you to do so. But there are organizations that are always looking for volunteers and welcome volunteers of all walks of life. Um, most want to grow and remain relevant in their industries. And so... Having stakeholders who are, you know, active members, active participants, have vast backgrounds, that is how organizations stay relevant and continue to grow. And so they're always looking for that. And if you are someone who has wanted to be involved, but a little voice inside your head maybe tells you that you're not good enough or that you don't belong or you're not welcome, please ignore the head trash and just understand that people do want you at the table. You deserve to be at the table and you should be at the table. That's my advice. Love it, Heather. Thank you so much, Heather Krieger, for joining me today. And um, best of luck to you and your, uh, your presidency at the chapter level. And I look forward to hearing more from you and your chapter in 2024. Thanks for listening to this episode of Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast. Head to SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Join us next month for a new episode of Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast featuring another leading figure in the world of commercial real estate.